This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to support our show. The Battlefront Podcast is also brought to you by Star Wars Uplink, Tidal Sheep Entertainment's new podcast hosted by Sage Goodwin and Jared Bilby, covering everything Star Wars gaming, past, present, and future. Search Star Wars Uplink on your favorite podcast app and look for the tie-dye. Activate your personal shield and get your trait level to three because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Two teams compete in epic multi-stage battles between swift starfighters, powerful hero ships, and huge capital ships in objective-based dogfights. Welcome to episode 95 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Still keeping it moist, boys. Oh my god. In this episode, we'll be going over the new Starfighter Assault gameplay trailer, the live stream, our thoughts, and more. Let's get started. Start off, we're going to play the trailer. All wings, let's give them everything we've got! Right behind you, Paul. Form up on Red 5. Show no mercy to these rebels. Keep at it. Structural failure imminent. Finish them off. Star Wars Battlefront 2 Starfighter Assault I really wish that EA would contact us us mostly me mostly you to do a live stream or a presentation on Battlefront Why not me because you freeze up in front of people I wouldn't freeze up you wouldn't freeze up You'd be talking in front of people. Yes, I would. Hello, everybody. My name is Sam Goodwin. I'm the host of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. This is you my are the crony. co-host of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. How dare you? This is my crone host, Sage. Because, like, it'd be so awesome to host an event for Battlefront 2. EA, for your future DLC releases on Battlefront 2 on the seasons, please contact me so I can host Hey, EA, this is Sam Goodwin. Don't contact Sage. Contact me. How about, yeah, hey, EA, contact both of us so we can both host it. Battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. Shameless plug. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront 2 Starfighter Assault trailer. 
it starts out in the unknown regions and there is an insurgent star destroyer and the un- this trailer starts out in the unknown regions among the cavernous space of an insurgent star destroyer then we see some x-wings flying through the star destroyer the caverns underneath and throughout and we hear nice one poe confirmation of poe dameron in battlefront 2 hopefully he'll be in the game as like a a ground hero but he will be in the game as a ship hero look at it this way sage we have darth maul in a ship we have kylo ren in a ship we have yoda in a ship han solo's in a ship han solo's in a ship Chewbacca's in a ship. Those are all heroes that we're going to be able to play in Battlefront 2. I think it's a... I think we're... I think it's okay to make the assumption that he will be in the game. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, he's going to be in the game, but... (laughs) He's going to be in the game. (laughs) I don't know if he'll be in the game as, like, an actual ground assault, but he will definitely be in the game. Then we go on to Endor. Uh, We see the death... We see a floating x-wing fly past the screen with subtitles in the lower left hand corner saying indoor death star debris and in this map we'll be able to play amongst surprise surprise the death star debris with darth vader in a ship there's another hero that we're going to get in love me some debris (laughs) there's another hero we're going to get in battlefront 2 it has been covered yes. by his shoulder being in in one of the gameplay trailers and his uh, subpar voice actor. And um, think about it this way: if you Inferno Squad, um, Iden Versio was actually the only survivor Darth, of Darth Vader. There's a occasional, but he was blasted off like Team Rocket. So <laughs> we might be able to see Iden Versio's ex, I mean, or Tie Fighter playable on that certain section of the map she might actually well be a uh, hero vehicle in the game as well i would like to see her as a hero vehicle especially since we get that mention in um inferno squad that she was amongst the sole survivors of the death star explosion and we see darth vader in the death star debris as well so that oh we do not see darth vader in the death star debris actually we do no, we don't. So after the Death Star debris, we we go to Fondor. And in, on this gameplay footage, we see Darth Vader in his TIE Advanced X-1 ship saying he's got some rebels in his sight. And then we uh, basically get confirmation that Darth Vader will be in the game. Which we, you already, know, we already got confirmation yeah. that Darth Vader is going to be in the game. In the gameplay trailer, I believe... You know, as a hero ship. Yeah. We get confirmation that Darth Vader will have a hero ship in the Starfighter Assault game mode. Um, Then we switch perspectives. We see him mowing down some rebels. And we see the Slave 1 and the Millennium Falcon. I saw some uh, Slave 1 footage from Starfighter Assault. It looks really awesome. It was uh, somewhat underpowered in Battlefront. Yeah. It was such a big target. As was the Millennium Falcon, but... 
And the interviews that they've had through Gamescom footage has been uh, pretty insightful into the process of it. Um, for the Millennium Falcon, since it is such a big target, they're having him uh, having the Millennium Falcon have more health. So that gets around that fact. You will be a bigger target, but you have more health to make sure that you can survive being targeted so much. Another thing that has been confirmed for Battlefront 2 is the ability to switch to first person in hero ships in Starfighter Assault. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a feature that I missed in the uh, Battlefront 2015. Yeah. I had people asking before they got the game, they knew we ran a Battlefront podcast. They were just starting to say, hey, I think I want to get into Battlefront. They were very interested in uh, a fighter squadron. And they wanted to know if you could go into first person in the game. And sadly, for 2015's Battlefront, I had to say, no, you cannot see the awesome detail of the Millennium Falcon with Chewie and Han sitting there. Uh, Hopefully that is the case. But I think it's an awesome way to say, okay, yeah, we know people have been wanting this ability. We want to add that more depth of realism in Starfighter Assault. Personally, I would just play in first person for the experience rather than, you know, gameplay wise because yeah obviously third person in any vehicle game is the best way to go yeah i like to use uh, first person as a challenge and also just to get some cool gameplay footage because that's it's really awesome to do that um now on the trailer we go to some gameplay footage of the uh new game mode starfighter assault and then we switch to Ryloth, the planet of the Twi'leks. And uh, we're fighting above or around the Lucrihulk battleship. I really hope Ryloth is also a ground map. I'm almost 100% sure that it will be. I mean, uh, a lot of people are speculating on you know, certain things that have been kind of beaten around the bush. You know, like we were talking with Poe. He's in the game, but we don't know he's a hero. But for me, that's confirmation. A lot of people, you know, don't see certain items or certain characters in the game just because it hasn't been announced yet. But this is speculation, and I'm almost 100% sure that the things shown maybe from space or mentioned in the game like, hey, Poe, that was a nice shot, are basically going to be in the game. They're going to be in the game. Whether or not it's going to be on the ground is another question. Um, and that's only that's something we can only speculate upon. I would love to see Poe on there. Um, he was a... I thought he was a fun fun character in uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, I didn't see much of him, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Originally, he was supposed to die off in the first act. <laughs> you know where uh, they crash? He was actually supposed to die. And then... Um, Podamron's actor, I cannot remember his name, but he was like, hey, I'm tired of dying in all these movies. Can you, can you make me live? Um, but that, that is something I would love to see more of. What's funny is since they've been focusing on bringing all eras, they've got Clone Wars, and I like to highlight that, people have started complaining that there's too much Clone Wars. <laughs> make oh, up your mind, gosh. people. Is there nothing the internet can be happy about? No. Oh, Battlefront 2 was the skeleton of a game. It didn't even have Clone Wars. Oh, boo-hoo. And then now everyone's compl- uh, 
not everyone, there's a small ma- small vocal majority that are complaining that Clone Wars is in the game. You guys asked for it, and they're going to showcase it to, hey guys, look, we answered all of your questions. Are you proud of us? Yeah. And now since they're showing, you know, the most requested era for a video game, you can't deny it as... It is one of the most highly anticipated games of 2017. Yeah, and the prequel era isn't like... Eat your heart out, Destiny 2. Okay. (laughs) As I was saying that, you know, the prequel movies are not well received. But, I mean, apart from the movies, the ideas are really good. Yeah. The ideas that the prequel trilogy presented were fantastic. It's the actual story that that built those ideas that struggled these ideas these ideas will bring yeah so i mean for me the prequel era is the coolest era in general to play in a video game because there's there's so much there that you can do yeah you're not limited to stormtroopers rebels and heroes and villains you have droids which is a new you know uh off the beaten path of Star Wars as a, you know, a, an army force, you know, a yeah. galactic force that's to be reckoned with the trade federation. I mean, mostly it's, you know, real people. Mm-hmm. And then in the, in the prequels, it was highlighted by these basically machines. Clones could be classified as machines though. We do through the, um, the Clone Wars TV show, we get a more in-depth look at how they are actual humans. They have personalities and that kind of... They have personalities and traits that are specific to each one. Though, I think George Lucas was originally planning to say, okay, the Separatists have their machines, and then the Galactic Republic has their machines in the clones as well. And that's the uh, cool thing about the prequel era is that, you know, the uh, droids and the clones are pretty evenly matched. Rather than, you know, every other Star Wars era that, you know, the Resistance or the Rebels are underpowered yeah. compared. Though, when you think about it, the the First Order is a smaller group than the Resistance. Yeah, but they still kind of like... It, they still have a more opposing force in the galaxy, though. Yes. So, moving on in the trailer... We get some uh, gameplay of them flying around the Republic ships and then them clashing together. Um, No, actually, we get more. They're they're flying across the Republic ships. And then we see my favorite ship in all of Star Wars for basically my entire life. The Darth Maul ship. The Sith Infiltrator, correct? Also known as the Scimitar. I have loved this ship ever since I saw the Lego set came out, come out. It has been my favorite ship throughout my experience of Star Wars. I, I love it so much. The good thing about this ship in the game is because it's kind of smaller. Yeah, it's instead kind of like a normal ship, which it, you know... Most of the ships, like Slave One, are really flashy and big. But this one, you know, it fits in with all the other ships and it gives it kind of a more advantage over the other one. Yeah. Um, It also has the stealth ability that we see in play in here. Uh, Some of the 
clone fighters uh, are trying to destroy slash kill Darth Maul. He enters his stealth mode, escapes, and then says the new meme, you cannot kill a Sith. Are you for real? That's the new meme. Yeah, it's been going around. It seems like every, every single Battlefront trailer, they must have been working towards making a meme for everyone. They're like, okay, what's our meme going to be for this trailer? So Which we, I love. I love Battlefront memes. So we have that's the point, Sergeant. Sector clear, sector not clear. And then we have you cannot kill a Sith. Yeah. And then everyone's like showing Darth Maul dying multiple times. <laughs> Count, Dooku, Count Dooku getting his head chopped off. <laughs> Um, Sith can die. <laughs> but I think I really like this showcase of this. And then we move over to Kamino at a research outpost. And we see uh, Darth Maul's ship flying across some of the outposts. We see clone troopers running across the platform. Uh, it is unknown whether or not you'll be actually you actually be able to land in specific game modes. I would love that. That's something that community is... Uh, really up in arms about. They really want to be able to land their ship and then transfer to ground combat. And this has been something, you know, uh, requested since DLC was started being released. Yeah, it's something... Space to ground combat. You know, I feel like hopping in a ship that's sitting over there in that dock. I'm going to go over there. Yeah. Now with the new battle point system, you actually purchase ships with your credits. But... What I kind of found as a disappointment was the uh, Starfighter Salt. You couldn't go to from capital ship to capital ship. Yeah. Um, so we get to see we get to see capital ships. We get to see people running on the ground while you're flying above them. Um, and then in the trailer, we move to some. First of all, we get a glimpse of the Y wing. And yes, I was watching a live stream and uh, one of the developers from Criterion said that the Y-Wing was going to be the, the tankier ship, okay. you know, that uh, benefits well from the health boost. And then we also see the uh, the Kamino Water Dragons. It's the thing that saves Obi-Wan when he is thrown off by Jango Fett. It'd be cool to see those as a character uh, that you could play in Battlefront 2, but... I don't know how that would work. Probably just for aesthetics. I think it is just for uh, world building. Or... Then after that, we see Yoda in a starfighter. I didn't even know this was possible. He flies a ship in the yeah, Clone Wars. The, Clone Wars that little, the uh... whole last season of the Clone Wars TV show that is exclusive to Netflix. True. Does he need like a uh, booster seat or something? It's a tiny ship. It's a little tiny ship. Um, and he is f- fighting Darth Maul. Fear you, I do not. It's terrible Yoda. <laughs> I think this is an awesome reveal. People are like, oh my gosh, Yoda's in a f- starship. And those are obviously people that have not watched the Clone Wars because he does fly a ship. Also, he flies a ship in the movies. He does go on that pod. He flies a little pod. Um, in Revenge of the Sith. Maybe like one scene quick or it doesn't even show it all. It just implies that he flew it. Yeah. Goodbye, Chewbacca. Old friend. <laughs> Why is Chewbacca even there? <laughs> um, 
And then we get some gameplay footage. Ships are crashing into each other. You have to evade them. I think that would be, that's going to be, if it is in the game, it might just be a cinematic. I hope not. But if it's in the game, I think that would be an awesome way to make the gameplay more strategic. So you have to watch out for these ships crashing into each other and fly around kind of like um, in Lego Star Wars, uh, the complete saga where you're uh, playing in Revenge of the Sith and you have to fly the ships all the way around. I think that would be a cool way to implement that. We do know that Space Coruscant will be in the game. We do? Yeah, did you not see the uh, gameplay trailer? You know how Coruscant has like that streaks on the planet surface? Well, Fondor has that too. Well, it might be Fondor, but I'm pretty sure Space Coruscant will be in the game. I hope so. Because they, uh, Coruscant will be in the uh, campaign. Like, if they don't add Coruscant, it's just an iconic planet in the prequel yeah. era. I really hope they add that because that's one of my favorite maps and places that I would I think it would add something very interesting to the gameplay to be able to play in a cityscape so big. Like you could have so many different options of kinds of you could play inside of the buildings, you can play outside of the buildings, in the underworld, in like you can play in the um you, you could play in the in, in the atmosphere above the city as ships that would be i think that would be an awesome way to implement that and then some of the news that we got uh battlefront 2's pre-alpha runs at 1080p 60 frames per second on ps4 pro this is just the pre-alpha um it will most likely be able to upscale even more than that battlefield 1 up was up to 1600p and through checkerboarding and that kind of stuff so I definitely see something like that being the case for Battlefront 2 as well. Yeah, but I think Battlefront would be so beautiful in 4K. And the Xbox's press conference slash stream for uh, for Gamescom, they mentioned that Battlefront 2 will be upgraded on Xbox One X, which leads me to believe that it will be 4K. There really isn't a reason to not do that. Take advantage of the power of the Xbox One X. After a short break, we'll be talking about what we thought of the gameplay and what we want to see more of in Starfighter Assault as well as how Fighter Assault has evolved from Fighter Squadron and how it has improved. You're listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, a podcast from the Tie-Dye Sheep Entertainment Podcast Network, a network dedicated to bringing content as great and as weird as the hosts. If you'd like to support us on a Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. You can donate $1 up to $10, and we have different tiers for that. So if you'd like to support the show and get some exclusive content, because we'll be doing bonus shows there, you can support us through that link. And at $1 per month, you have the ability to come on the podcast if you so desire. Now we're going to talk about what we want to see more of in in Starfighter Assault. Starfighter Assault is a is an objective based Starfighter game mode. Unlike Fighter Squadron, 
which originally launched, it started as a single objective game mode, but then it quickly devolved into Blast with Ships, which is basically what it came out to be. There are a little objective you have to fight, uh, you have to attack a, uh, a sh- an Imperial ship. As the Imperials, you have to protect that ship. Yeah, it really uh, doesn't do anything. It was very limited in its scope. Uh, Battlefront 2 fixes that. Instead, it, it has a three-phase game mode with multiple objectives for each phase. In the first phase, you'll be uh, taking out ships. Uh, there's a capital ship that you need to take out as the Empire. The Rebels need that ship to get past certain waves, get that in. Um, and that kind of stuff, blow up the generators, blow up the turrets, and then it quick it it transitions between there are different things. So if you don't get the ship, uh, you can go into the next phase, but it alters the objective for that phase. So you may have to attack more in the second phase if you do not get that Republic ship into uh, the area. In the second phase you have to it's either the second phase or the third phase i can't quite remember but you do have to attack the couplings on a star destroyer to release it and then there is a small time window where you uh, attack that star destroyer before it is uh, connected to the couplings again so sam what are you what did you think of fighters a starfighter assault i was never a uh starfighter kind of guy like, I would uh, pick up the occasional A-Wing for strafe runs. I would almost never play uh, Fighter uh, Fighter Squadron Battlefront 2015. I think the only reason I played it, because it was actually pretty efficient to level up. So when I saw the gameplay, I mean, it looks really awesome. I like the uh, new HUD that they're adding. Yeah, it's it's a much more built-in hub, HUD. And I like how the uh, the lasers are kind of floatier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is, you know, like Star Wars. It feels more like you're trying to fight against a machine in uh, in the way it moves. Uh, kind of like if you are in a um, at like an, an arcade and you're on one of those bikes that connect to the game. It's kind of like that. So you may kind of move one way, but it floats a little more than you need to. Uh, so you have to self-correct. And I really think that's how ships in Star Wars work. Uh, You see the Millennium Falcon. It's mentioned in the books, uh, the comics. It is a very hard ship to control since all of the modifications that Han Solo and Chewbacca have made to it. So you do need a more skilled pilot to pilot that. And the, the weapons especially make that even more difficult because in the Millennium Falcon you have that little machine that you ride in and makes it more difficult to actually fire your bolts. Yeah, but in general, uh, I think it's a solid game mode. I will obviously be playing more you know, multiplayer ground battles, but I will uh, occasionally stop by Starfighter Assault, check it out, and I do like the addition of the planets. It just makes it seem you know that much bigger what about you sage i i was a big fan of fighter squadron i've always liked flying flying ships one of my favorite games growing up was the fighter squadron games really enjoyed those games i like ships 
in Star Wars. I think it gives when you have a ship in Star Wars, it makes it feel more more detailed, more uh, like a, a science fiction fantasy world where you can go wherever you want to in this ship. It gives it more a character. So I love I I love the changes that they've made. It fixed a lot of the problems that I had with Fighter Squadron. One, it was limited. Two, it felt like blast with ships. And uh, three, didn't really have an objective. They fixed all three of those biggest gripes that I've had. There's still some little things like uh, the actual getting to the objectives, making it clear what you need to be doing and when, what kind of play styles each one can do because there are still going to be people that are playing it as blast with ships and making those care those people that play like that move towards the objective more because that's if you're playing battlefront 2 i definitely think you should be playing the objective because that's the point of certain game modes if you want to just kill people go to blast um but i really enjoyed fighter squadron something i really got good at that and I like the changes that they've made. I'm really itching to get my hands on it more because they've made changes to how you move the ship. They have an advanced mode that makes it harder to fly, but you have more customization in how you fly it. So you can weave t- uh, corners much better. Uh, you can do barrel rolls better. Um, that's something I really enjoyed with my time at EA Play, which was short, but... I got to do a barrel roll without having to actually activate an ability. That's something I want to talk about too is the uh, something I really didn't like about Battlefront 2015 is the evasive maneuvers. If you're tracked on, you're dead. Yeah. That's it. If you don't, if your cooldown's not quite cooled down yet, you're going to die. And in this, the tracking system is limited. You know, it doesn't like auto track for you, you have to actually aim. And that takes more skill. It also uh, makes more survivability, which actually makes you play the objective more. You're like, dang, this is hard. So I'm going to go play the objective. So you still use the left trigger to track on, but it is more involved. It's not like, okay, I'm going to let my nav computer get it done. It's more like, okay, I'm going to turn that off. I'm going to make it, I'm going to do it myself like Luke in the trench run. So it's much more involved. You track on and then you kind of move your sticks to position your fighter better to get a a clearer track on. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to hold down the left trigger and just fire the whole time. It's more strategic. You have to actually think about what you're doing constantly, which is what a flying a ship in Star Wars should be like. I love how they're taking cues from the movies. Um, I hope that they continue with that instead of making it a more casual mode because that's another thing. It was more casual, which is good for a lot of players, but long term, it's not very good. Like you can go into Fighter Squadron right now and you have a hard time actually finding a uh, a server open for that, especially like PC. There's no way that you're going to get into a game mode of Fighter Squadron, but it is difficult on PS4 and Xbox One. So I think this more deep... Uh, giving it more depth will add longevity in in the gameplay, making you play it more. And the objectives, I love playing objectives. So adding those objectives in Battlefront is going to be so much fun to do. I hope that they continue to alter it because that's one thing. 
it's not perfect. They're going to have to measure, they're going to have to change the health of each of the objectives to make it more uh, fluid. You're going to run into the problems that the Death Star DLC battles and the Battle Station game mode had where certain teams will advance to certain waves faster than the other team they may have a side that wins more often so that's something that they're going to have to keep changing and i think that they will do that since they've got a whole team working on it instead of dice having to make sure that everyone works on everything so now they've got a specific team working on it yeah which is the reason that uh battlefront 2015 didn't have you know more starfighter modes because dice is a kind of with battlefield is more ground-based combat which is i think is their specialty and that's why they're focusing on that in this game so you know they can't provide a you know a solid multiplayer and a solid uh you know space combat uh game mode as well Uh, they, they could but it would involve much more work than they had time for uh they were rushed to get it out with the force awakens so this, you, you you can look at every single interview that they've done, mention that this is the biggest game that they've worked on. This might possibly be the biggest game EA has ever done. And you're looking through the back catalog of EA, and that is something that is amazing to actually hear these people working on the game saying, yeah, this is probably the biggest game EA has made. Uh, they've had the Mass Effect series. They'd have uh, the Plants vs. Zombies series. They've had... Uh, the Battlefield series, they've had FIFA, they've had all of these series, and now they're saying this game is the biggest that EA's produced. And you see that. There's been no other no other game that has taken three developers to make. That That's one of the reasons when I heard that EA bought or got the rights for Star Wars video games. I was, I was happy because they have... The, they're the biggest developer comp- development company besides Nintendo. Yeah, they're like the Disney of developing for games. Yeah, they they've got the they've got the the history of making games. They've got the know how. They've got the development teams. They've got the people that they need, and they've got the passion for Star Wars. Like everyone at EA working on Star Wars knows it, loves it. They have different areas that they love. Some people are comic guys. Some people are movie guys. Some people are TV show guys. Uh, Dennis Brenval loves the Rebels and the Clone Wars series. Uh, Christian Johansson loves the comics. Uh, there are others that love the books. So they're bringing all of these different aspects and all of these different creative people and their fields and bringing it into this new game, which I, I love. Now let's go on to how Fighter Assault has evolved from Fighter Squadron. As we were mentioning earlier, Fighter Squadron was a much more limited game mode, uh, especially in its scope. Had one, uh, one single objective, and you didn't really have much initiative to go after that objective since it was basically, like I keep on saying, blast with starships. I mean, apart from the, uh, you know, the HUD and the uh, playing style of the ships, it's evolved uh, quite significantly. Now it's more, as you said, uh, Fire Squadron was less um, objective-based, more kill-based. This is the uh, completely reverse of that. Yeah, it's more objective. You're going after these things that 
you would think that people like the rebels would go after. They go after these. A Fondor is a an outpost for star destroyers to dock onto, refuel, recharge, and that kind of stuff. That would be the perfect opportunity for the rebels to strike and take out that. So that's that's perfect. And they said that each game mode and world will differ uh, differentiate itself from the others. Each map it'll be on will make the game mode different and unique from each other. So like you have Fondor, we're going to be attacking this ship in, uh, let's say, uh, the Death Star debris. You may be attacking, it may be more like blast with ships. So depending on the map, it will change, uh, change the way you play. And uh, one of the Criterion developers who sat with like the YouTubers for the live stream he said that uh, the fighter assault, the starfighter assault mode will be for all uh, type of players. You know, you have the kill based, the objective based, and then you have more of the, you know, defenders. Like, they like to defend uh, their ships from the enemy. Yeah, they're more like the passive players, and they've got the different classes for that. And we haven't even cl- talked about the classes yet. Um, the classes are the bomber uh, the fighter and the interceptor class. Should we wait to do uh, classes and customization next episode? Uh, next episode, we're going to do heroes. We're going to do a whole episode dedicated to heroes. Fighter assault, starfighter assault will have classes, heroes, battle points. They work the same as in the um, the ground uh, galactic assault. Works the same way. You uh, you get these classes that each have different abilities. You have star cards that can say, "Hey, I want to have more defense. I want to have more attack power." And you can switch those out and upgrade those as time goes on. Upgrading those through loot crates and battle points. So that's going to be a cool addition to that because I love customization. The more customization, the better. I think. Uh, you can make each class your own, though you do have certain guidelines depending on the class. Right now, the number one class is the bomber, or the bomber. <laughs> and uh, as I was saying, the developer also said, because uh, I think Ryan asked, will there be uh, ship customization cosmetics? He said right now they're trying to keep it canon, but he doesn't want to like say anything too soon. Yeah. But for now, it's not going to be in the game, but later on it might be a possibility i hope so um they're running into a lot of a lot of phrases because they still are developing the game as these conferences go on um they say and i believe them when they say yeah they want to keep it canon but they also want to balance the game modes and the funness um of the game i know that's not a word um but the how much fun that you get to play and uh, so they are going uh, kind of double talking or it, it seems like that saying yeah we want to keep it canon with the customizations but also but having have... cross era heroes yeah. so I think that's something that they're just working on internally and they don't know the official thing because they are still working on the game yeah, um, you can't say uh, they're trying to keep it canon when they have Yoda versus Darth Maul in a spaceship or Yoda versus Darth Vader in a spaceship, or Darth Maul versus the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I mean, even just putting an Inferno Squad symbol on your TIE Fighter, I mean, 
What is that going to hurt? Yeah, that's not going to hurt anything. Uh, that just, it would help like, oh yeah, man, I just got this new sticker for my TIE fighter. It's Inferno Squad because I'm like pro Inferno Squad. Like that, that would be so cool. And what would be cool if they had like cinematic game modes? You know what I mean? Like uh, it's all completely, you know, canon is during during the the eras. Yeah, and that's but uh, it's basically what I'm describing as a campaign. <laughs> what would what could be happen is they have Starfighter Assault, and then maybe I don't know if they would do that because it could split the community, but have a canon addition to that as well. Like okay. This is going to be an official Star Wars story. This could have this could have happened in Star Wars. We're going to have Camino. They're going to be an, there's going to be an attack on a Camino, and you can only play prequel era heroes and vehicles and that kind of stuff. Um, though that's dependent on how many heroes per era they have, because like one of the problems that could they could run into is if they go strict canon, is there will be fewer heroes and villains for each era because they can only make so much before launch yeah and uh the prequels in general have just a wider variety of heroes even ships and 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 a lot of the original trilogy especially like the well the more well-known characters are flying just regular ships yeah, you know, Luke's like got his uh, X-Wing. Biggs, Darklighter, Wedge, and Tillets. Yeah, and you can't really uh, differ those. You either have one or the other. Yeah. You can't just have multiple, you know, uh, this, of the same uh, genre of ship flying around as heroes. The only possibility of that is Luke having spawn-in guards. Yeah, like, the, like he did in the Battle Station game mode. As well as uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, but that's all for this episode. We're going to go on to our poll. What's your favorite Starfighter Assault class so far? Obviously, it's pre-alpha. They will be changing things. Uh, the the ability the uh, classes are bomber, fighter, and interceptor. I am a fan of the fighter class. I think that's the one I'm going to play the most. Though, though the bomber right now is the most overpowered. So it's the heavy of the ships. It is the heavy of the ships. I um, do like overpowered things, so I'm going to go with bomber. <laughs> I knew you would. Um, but you can uh, enter the poll of this week on our Twitter account at SWB Podcast, twitter.com slash SWB Podcast. We have a Patreon for the podcast, patreon.com slash Battlefront Podcast. You can help us with a uh, dollar a month donations or you can go through paypal and help us out that way we recently got a donation from one of our listeners through paypal want to thank him so much on the podcast his name is uh cody zeller on twitter at capped underscore america underscore 50 really cool guy shared one of his clips of bosk recently he did a 103 to O streak nice. with Bosk. So that's pretty cool. And we would really, really appreciate that. As I said before, we may be moving the hosting for our podcast. SoundCloud's running into some financial issues, so we may have to transition over to a more reliable 
but also more expensive option to keep the podcast going. Um, so any donation would help greatly appreciate that. It helps us so much. And, um, if you do donate, you can come onto the podcast, help support us in any way. Uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes. We have 29 so far. Uh, we would really hope to get to 50 by the time that Battlefront 2 launches. And when Battlefront 2 launches, we will be giving away a copy of the game. And to enter that, you will need to uh, leave us a review on iTunes. And to leave us a review on iTunes, you can go on uh, Windows and download iTunes on that. So if you have a Windows laptop, all you got to do is download iTunes, search SWB Podcast, and uh, you'll, you'll be good to go. Leave us a review, five stars, whatever you feel we deserve. Leave us some feedback there. We always want to improve our podcast in as many ways as we can. We are currently hosting a, a survey as well, so you can help us out through that. And that link is surveymonkey.com slash r slash j2ptz93. It only takes two minutes. Actually, it takes less than two minutes. There are only five questions, multiple choice, um, and then you can leave uh, some feedback is there as well. We always we want to con- constantly improve the podcast in as many ways as we can, making it better for you, the listener. So that is a great way to help us out. And if you don't like Patreon and would like to support the show, you can support us through PayPal. And that link is paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can give us uh, give us whatever you think we deserve uh, for the quality of the podcast. Would love if you do donate to leave us a message. Um, always love hearing feedback from all listeners love getting emails love getting tweets one of my favorite feelings is getting a notification of a reply on twitter and getting a an email on uh, our email which is bowfrompodcast at gmail.com we have a youtube channel as well the star wars battlefront podcast is the name of it Uh, we do not have an official link yet we uh, are almost to 100 subscribers on there we'll be doing two videos a week if sam remembers to actually write scripts and records them okay Uh, you can listen to the show on itunes soundcloud stitcher google play or anywhere you find podcasts just search swbp and we should come up as always thanks for listening and may the force be with you Two teams compete in epic, multi-stage battles between swift starfighters, powerful hero ships, and huge capital ships in, be- in objective-based dogfights. <laughs> Sam, shut up. No, are you is that going to be an episode? Yeah, is this going to be an episode? Is this going to be the beginning? Uh-huh. I want to try something new. I don't like nasty. new things. You're in a star right now, Sam. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Okay. Two teams compete in epic multi-stage. Hey, Sam, <laughs> shut up now. <laughs> Two teams compete in epic. I like fantasy team. <laughs> my freaking gosh! <laughs> you should just say, "Oh my freak." Okay, I'll stop now. <laughs>